0: Hi, Steve here. You're about to listen to a bonus episode of the podcast that was previously available to Patreon members at patreon.com slash Steve Saylor, where they get a daily show called Morning Coffee with Steve, where I go through the day's news of gaming and accessibility and updates about my life. If you would like to be able to get this episode, as well as early access to the main Gaming Insight podcast episodes, you be able to go to and become a paid member at patreon.com slash Steve Saylor. Hope to see you there and enjoy the episode. Hello. Good morning. It's Morning Coffee with Steve, episode 15. The daily news show, or the daily show about uh, gaming news, accessibility news, and updates about my life. I'm Steve Saylor. And today I'm going to be talking about the title of this episode is I'm officially, I'm in the credits of The Last of Us. And uh, I'm drinking out of coffee out of my Last of Us mug. It's always hard to be able to make noise when I'm trying to drink. It's like I can't just drink normally. I gotta like slurp, <laughs> just so you can hear it. <laughs> anyway, um, I got a uh, Last of Us coffee mug. It's got a clicker on it, and then it has—it's uh, hard to see—but like, it the says "Last of Us" on the other side. Um, it's a big—it's a big mug, so uh there is that uh anyway uh so yeah i mean uh, a couple updates for me uh in that uh i had an update and i lost it <laughs> uh, sorry i was just turn, i had to turn off discord cuz it was it was giving me notific- uh, sending me notifications um oh yeah uh there is uh, if you're if you're listening to this or watching this today, um, that is January twenty fourth, twenty twenty four, today at noon Eastern, uh, there will be uh, the the uh, a game a, a game accessibility conference uh, awards are happening. Um, will be streaming, and if you ever wanted to be able to know what is sort of the best of the best of twenty twenty three when it comes to accessibility. Uh, that is the award show to uh, to watch, um, and I have been asked back to host uh, this year. So um, we're not doing it live; it was pre recorded, so everything was all everything's all pre recorded. So that way we can be able to get proper captions and uh, and ASL and BSL uh, translations. So um, all of the all the accessible things you would expect from an accessibility event. That's uh, got yeah, like I said, it's got captions. ASL, BSL translation, and also uh, audio description. Um, that'll be available. And uh, if you want to be able to to know where where to where to stream or where to watch it, uh, you can be able to go to g a c o n f dot com and uh, just go to the awards page. I think it's slash awards, but I may be uh, wrong on, the, on on the link there. Um, but yeah. Uh, I'm excited for it. The the pre recording was fun. I didn't have as many bloopers this time around uh like as 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 I'd hoped. Apparently there's going to be a blooper reel in this. I had some but not a, not a lot. Apparently I'm just professional. Actually I, I I wouldn't say that. I there were several several uh takes uh, I had to take on, uh, on some of the uh things I had to uh record. Um they I just deleted them so I didn't because there was no point in, you know, setting that over to, but Anyway, um, this is the first time actually I got to really fully test the prompter uh, that I got from Elgato. Uh, they were gracious enough to send one over to me to try out. And I've been using it for a few videos. Uh, if you watched my latest review since I think mid-December, um, you would have seen uh, me use this uh, prompter. And uh, the, the awards, I'm actually, uh, was using the prompter as well. And I do have some thoughts on it. Um, so far I will be doing a, a, a I want to do a proper review of it, or at least my impressions of it, of, of using it. Um, but the, the tricky part is for some, like, like it, it works, it works really well. Like the prompter aspect works really great. I have, I have the way I have it set up is I have a, I've got a foot pedal that I use to basically to speed up the text because I can increase the text size so that's easier for me to read, but the max speed doesn't go at a, at a proper speed that I need it to. So I either, like I have to manually speed it up whenever I'm using, the whenever I'm re, uh, reading the prompter, which I've kind of gotten to the habit of, it, it's fine. And you know what, in prompters, like if you have someone running a prompter in a TV production, you have someone doing that anyway. Like you have basically someone kind of wa- like watching the, uh, the person who's reading the prompter, whether it's a news, like a news anchor or a TV host or whatever, they're, they're go the, the prompter person is going along with the person speaking so there's no like it's not always like an automatic it just keeps scrolling and you know the hoping that the the host will keep up it's there's always someone kind of handling the controls actually I that's my very first internship in the broadcasting industry was doing that was running prompter um, so it became kind of second nature once I kind of got the the hang of it of using my foot to kind of to, to scroll through the uh, uh, the script and then I would use, like, you could be able to create like different sections, um, in the prompter script in the in the um in the camera hub software, uh, so that way you can be able to set uh, buttons on the stream deck to skip or like to skip forward or skip back a section. If I need to reread a section again, if I screwed up, I can just hit the skip back button. It'll go back to that section again, and I can start from there. Um, and then there's also I have the, on the stream the stream deck plus. That's where I have the buttons for. And then I, but I also have a, uh, uh, one of the dials is the ability to be able to, um, go forward or backward on the script, uh, and also to play and pause it. Um, which, uh, so I, I, I had the play and pause also on the foot pedal, but it was just harder for me to be able to kind of like switch between the two, uh, between like the smaller pe- the pedals on the side and the big, like giant one in the middle. Um, and, so like the the giant one in the middle was just easier to be able to kind of work with with the speed and then using my hand basically like just kind of like resting on the uh uh on the on the play button or the scroll button just to, or scroll wheel just to kind of keep like, like if i like at least for my first start so that i can be able to like okay i'm I'm good i'm starting okay and then i can use my my both my hands to kind of read the prompter and so that way it doesn't look like i'm like controlling it and uh, if i need to stop i can just sort of like i can just reach over and do it and that's that's the thing with me is that i love hardware i can interact with in uh i can interact i can i can what's the what's the phrase i'm looking for I uh, hardware that i can interact with software i think that's i guess the 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 way to say it is because i I love hardware like buttons and and knobs and 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 and, uh and, and gauges and in in uh, channels and stuff like that, because the reason why is because it's a lot easier for me to be able to, to have the tactile feel of a button than it is for me to be able to try to find the the control on a screen using uh, using my mouse or or even just magnifier. Because I'm like I I I have essentially three different well I mean if you count the keyboard I mean I guess four uh, different ways to interact with my computer. I have the Go XLR for all my audio stuff. Um, and then I have a, a stream deck, just a regular stream deck, uh, that, uh, acts as sort of like I can be able to hit record on, on, uh, on stuff. I can pause the recording. Um, and then I can, and I have different, uh, folders for the streaming stuff that I do. So it can be able to switch between, uh, different scenes and that. And then I also have one for, uh, a, a, basically a scene or a, a folder for when I'm uh, doing a talk and I want to be able to, um, show certain things on screen so whenever i do a talk like sometimes you know when you go to a zoom or or uh, a google meet and you basically you can share your screen and you can share the presentation i don't do that i actually share it via my camera uh so basically i just send a virtual obs virtual camera uh, to the to the the software and then I control uh, the the how it looks because then you can have like my own camera in a picture in picture and then whatever like whatever presentation I'm sharing uh, in the background because I basically just use OBS to do that it's a little bit of a workaround for people because then you have to highlight my my video uh, or pin it so that people can be able to see it um, so it's not like you know it's not like what's the, the Zoom or Google Meet software is designed for but it's it's a still a cool uh, way to be able to because I can do like cool transitions I can add music if I wanted to like there's a lot of cool things I can do with a presentation whenever like if it's if I'm doing a virtual talk um with uh with someone uh or with this company or whatever um excuse me I'm kind of my allergies kind of kicked in over the weekend because I was it was when I was staying at T. they have seven cats and I'm allergic to cats so it was I, I think I might have gotten sick because of it i I'm sorry um or it could have been, you know, I was uh, I got sick because of MagFest, but it's just kind of kicking in It kicked in last night, and I was like, "Oh man." Uh, anyway, and so sinuses and, and sore throat kind of deal. And that's what I currently have right now. Um, but anyway, so the prompter's been great, uh, and I've I've been liking it a lot. I don't really use the display functionality of it, uh, unfortunately, uh, because the screen is a little too small for me to be able to to see. So. functionality of being able to put like a discord call or a zoom call in the tell in the prompter so i can be able to see people i can't really do that because the screen is just too small um it's not the fault of the of the uh of elgato because they made the screen big enough for me personally to be able to use a prompter and reading text like from the uh from chat uh i can read chat messages from when i'm streaming uh it works great for that but as far as an actual like a second display. It's not great for me. Um, it's it, that's the only thing, the, the the negative that I can't really use that well. Um, so, and also for some reason, whenever I because Camera Hub uses the Cam Link and the Elgato Face Cam as well as the prompter software, the software, whenever I uh, I have I have to have Cam uh, the Camera Hub open in order to be able to uh, in, like do all the prompter stuff. Um, but if I need, if I need to be able to use the cam link at the same time, for whatever reason, I, I think it's just my computer or the hardware I have, or there's some, something's messing up where whenever I use cam link in OBS while using the prompter software, it like the cam link will freeze and I can't, I can never get seem to get it to work. But if I plug in my Elgato face cam and have that as sort of set as the, as the default camera that camera hub looks at then my Cam Link works fine, even with Camera Hub uh, uh, software open. I don't know what it is. It's the weird workaround and I, 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 I'm willing to bet it's probably more something on my end than necessarily the, the like Elgato's end. I don't know. But anyway, that was kind of a, l- a long sort of impressions. Uh, uh, so yeah, there you go. There's my impressions of the Elgato prompter. I'll be making a proper video of that soon because uh, I, I, I mean, hey, Elgato sent this to me, so I got to, you know, make content out of it. Um, but anyway, So, the main topic I want to talk about today is, obviously, um, I can finally talk about uh, being officially in the credits for The Last of Us series. Not the HBO series, I mean, I'm talking about the gaming series. Uh, I wish I was part of the HBO series, that'd be pretty dope. Um, But, uh, I... This for this has been a long time coming. Um if you were kind of wondering like if if you follow me for a while since at least since 2020, you might have found me from, you know, the the viral video that of of me getting emotional about The Last of Us 2 uh and their accessibility settings. And I knew going in like uh going into like I knew what the accessibility was going to be like in the game because I did consult on it. Um but I just it, what got me emotional was actually just because I didn't have the final copy or I didn't play the final version of the game when I was play testing it um, uh, and consulting on it. So uh, I didn't know what was like, what was gonna be the full like feature set. And so that's why, like when I saw it for the first time, that's when I got uh, emotional about it. And so, uh, but initially though, because the way that I don't know whether it was Naughty Dogs or PlayStation sort of rules when it comes to credits and games, um, I had heard something that uh, it was, I can't sort of confirm that this is true, um, but I did hear something like, if you were, if you had to have been working at on the project for at least a year in order to be included into the credits, um, and you may or may not, if you left the, comp- the company uh, or the studio before the game came out, you may have not have been in the credits, but also as well, the consultant's, didn't get the consultants that worked on the project, didn't get uh, it wasn't in the credits in the, in the initial release of last was part two. And that's, you know what, that's fine. We did get a, like sort of an official credit uh, because when PlayStation on their blog announced the all the the setting of oh, the accessibility settings for the last Us two, one of the last paragraph was they, they thanked all the consultants worked on it. And so that was that I was in that list along with like eight other um seven or eight other uh, consultants i can't remember now um and it was fine like it was it was it's at a time it was at a time where accessibility consultants weren't really being added into credits for games it was kind of it was it was being talked about because you know they worked on it just as much as as any other consultant that works on it and usually gets uh, credited either in special thanks or whatever but consultants weren't usually included and it, it, it was it, it's it kind of sucked it, a little bit but it wasn't like we were like like they did a disservice or they did it injustice against us because we didn't we weren't in the credits um let's just say at least that's that's the kind of the sentiment that i felt um after finishing it it would been cool of course but it w- it, w- it, was, it it was the fact that you know um that playstation at least acknowledged us in at least a, a blog post was enough for me. But, uh, since, since then, obviously Naughty Dog has invited us back, uh, a few times to, to help out on, obviously, Last of Us Part 1 remake, and The Last of Us 2 remastered. And, so, like, and, and I don't know what the conversation, ha- uh, had happened. Apparently, Brandon Cole had said that they had heard that, um, they were looking into putting us into the credits, but, uh, i did not know that at all um so i just was i, I it was kind of a surprise when i would like i just the reason why like it's not like i i didn't know or, or actually I did. yeah you know what honestly i didn't know that i was in the credits for for last Us part one even though it came out last year uh until uh until a friend of mine basically pointed it out saying hey you know you actually are in the credits like along with the other consultants you're just in the very special thanks and i was like oh and so I looked it up and and yeah, lo and behold, I, I was I was in the credits. And so I that's what I looked like that's when I looked up the la yesterday to to see the last of us part two remastered, see if you know if the remastered version got uh we got into the credits and yeah we were. Um we were added into that as well. So it's been a long journey to be able to 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 finally have the, the series that... The gaming series that essentially changed my life and changed my career, like The Last of Us. It is such a... It, it's such a cool thing to finally, like, be able to have that official acknowledgement um, from Naughty and from PlayStation. That a series that... The consultants and I, we care about so much. And it's, it, like, it, it is still something we talk about constantly um, when it comes to accessibility in games um, there have been many games that have been also extremely accessible as well that have come out since um, but you know the last of us was the last was two was the was the biggest splash that, that was the that was the first that was the first rock that that, that, that landed and now the ripple effect of everything since um, I even remember was when I was doing interviews at that time um, and I was talking about it. I had, I had said people will be looking back at The Last of Us uh, in regards to accessibility as accessibility before The Last of Us and accessibility after. And this that's a, that's this is a touchstone moment for accessibility, and it was, and it still is. Um, it, it's not to say that I, I I hope that and and that at some day that doing that. There will be more games uh, uh, like that do even better than The Last of Us, and some have, actually, in, in, in certain ways. I mean, heck, just look at even Forza Motorsport. Like, they've got a ton of accessibility in there. They've allowed a blind person to be able to drive for the first time, which is really cool. Uh, and not only drive, but to be able to race and, you know, win a race. So that's really cool. Like, that's something we've never been able to do before. Same with The Last of Us. We've never been able to, you know, play a third-person action shooter uh before and now we can with that uh so it's it it obviously is a very big touchstone and and i'm i'm very honored that i got to be a part of that project even though if, if it was just a small part and i'm super grateful for the folks at at playstation at naughty dog who invited me to be a part of it i still remember the first time when they reached out to me i was it was at a uh, GA conference actually one of the only one of the last few ones before they uh, uh, had to go virtual um, uh, for the pandemic, and I was doing a panel. Um, I was hosting a panel. I think it was uh, it was a panel for blind uh, for other blind players, and we were talking about our experiences. Uh, and I didn't know this until afterwards, but there were some folks who were from PlayStation um, and Naughty Dog that came up to me afterwards and said, "Hey." We would love to. We would love to chat about a project that we're working on. And of course, I knew it was the Last of Us. Like, you, like when you when you show up and you say you're from Naughty Dog, and they say we want a project we want to work on, the the only project that was known at that that, that time they were working on was the Last of Us too. So of course, like it, it just that was kind of a given that I kind of figured that that was that was going to be it. So then, um, uh, it, like they came up to me and said, hey, we'd love to be able to work with you. We want to be able to get your experience on on it and. Uh, a, a few months later, um, they were finally able to to get me out there to, to Naughty Dog and be able to test it out. And man, what an experience that was! And if you're kind of wondering what kind of like, oh, are you basically like you know sitting in the office next door to Neil Druckmann and you know c- conversing with him the whole time about stuff? No, it's not really like that. Honestly, actually, the main the the main like the the QA testing area is a different floor than the main studio that were, like the main offices are. Uh, so it, it was very much like basically we're just, you're just sitting in a, at the time they've actually kind of changed it. Now they've actually kind of built out a full on QA section, like where they have a bunch of different stations that um, you can be able to like, you, you like, they'll have uh, test play testers kind of come in and, and, and sit down at a, at a cubicle and basically be able to, to play. And then they have like a big kind of like desk that kind of like can see all of, uh all, all of everything uh and connect everything together but at the time when when we first started it was basically just a bunch of like s- like smaller offices that we were all uh that we were all in, in in separately and they had like a basically uh, a camera and um uh and they were just bro they actually were broadcasting our playthrough when we were playing it um to the rest of the studio so if any st- if any of the developers of the studio wanted to be able to check in and, and watch how we were playing. Um, they could actually do that. And there actually is recorded footage of me. It's actually in a talk that I, that I can't remember if it was Matt Galant, who was the, he, he was the game director of the re, part one remake and, and, and part two remastered. Um, but he was also a, an executive, like he was a, 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 like a big producer on, on the main games as well. But, uh, it was, uh, I can't remember if it was Matt Galant or Emil, um, Amelia shots. um, that that uh, that did the talk, but there is video of me, like uh, of me reacting to trying out the the Zoom feature for the first time, and it like I remember that changing like the way I played because there, there's a section or basic you know whenever I'm playing a game I'm usually kind of like usually like leaned in like like pretty close to the screen like if you're watching the video you can see I'm pretty leaned into the screen uh, in order for me to be able to see. And it's kind of anno- like, it, it might, I don't know if it annoys people when they're, when they're watching me stream, but you'll see the basically kind of the top of my head, um, instead of my whole, my whole face whenever I'm streaming, because I'm having to lean in close in order to be able to see what's happening on screen. But with the zoom feature, it, like so, I was doing that. I was leaning in not super close because I was, uh, I was sitting in an office chair in front of like a TV as close as I could. Uh, but not as close as I currently am right now with my own personal setup. But um, I, I then you can see me kind of like lean back in the chair and I was able to like to see what was happening on screen with the zoom feature. And I, I was shocked. I was surprised. I was like, whoa, you could do this now? And it made me actually finally for the first time realize, oh, the touchpad on a PlayStation controller, that can really come in handy for a lot of games. And it made me think like, other games can be able to include a zoom feature and use the touchpad to be able to do it, because you're not actually pushing the button. You're actually like literally double tapping on the surface of the bu- uh, of the touchpad, and then using your finger to kind of scroll around, and that kind of acts as your mouse. And then the, the the zoom follows your mouse or follows your finger, and you could easily just tap in uh, like double tap to, to to zoom in, and you could set the in the settings to how far the zoom uh, magnification goes. And then you can t- double tap to zoom out, and, and you could be very easily do that while still hold. Like I can, like I can hold a controller. I'm holding a, a dual sense controller right now, and all I have to do is all have to do is just like reach over my thumb. It's kind of hard, well, hard to just show on the camera, but I can just reach over my thumb, just double tap the screen, and then just kind of like move around with my thumb. And I I'm not taking my hands off the face buttons or the trigger buttons. It's just I'm now using my thumb to con- to to control the zoom, and I can just double tap to zoom out. And I'm like, I wish other other games would would utilize that because it would help out so much. Now, granted, there's other things you can be able to do to you know make a pl- better experience for for low vision players, like large text and and, uh, and and high contrast mode and all that stuff. But I still get to see any game do the zoom feature like that. So it, it, I, I still I I, I still kind of hope that there will be more games that can be able to utilize that feature, at least on PlayStation, anyway, because obviously Xbox can't do it with. With their controller, um, but um, I've got many stories about working on The Last of Us, uh, uh, some of which I've told on stream, and, and you know, but uh, and I don't want to, uh, I don't want to sort of speak out of turn because there definitely were some uh, some stuff that happened in the, uh, in working on The Last of Us Two Remastered that I wish I could talk about, but I haven't really uh, been able to. The, the, we haven't been given permission. Let's just say um, it's not that we, there was anything like they were wrong. They were like, no, you can't talk about this. Uh, like it was just more of you know it's NDA stuff so um but what if I if I am able to at some point I'll definitely talk about because there's a really cool story about uh about uh The Last of Us 2 remastered working on that and yeah and and honestly actually that is the only no I actually sorry I I take that back I was gonna say it was the only studio that I've ever went to to actually to consult like I've they've, they've flown me out to consult on um but no I uh I um uh i actually did that for xbox too when i um when i got to uh try out forza uh for the first time they didn't fly me out for it it was already i was being flown out for a different thing but they brought me into the studio to consult which was uh really cool but but if you if you take that out naughty dog is the only one that actually like 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 basically paid for travel and paid me to be able to go to their studio actually one of the things that uh, one things i can say is that when i was working on last was part one remake um, uh, last year, uh, or I was consulting on it. I went out to LA sort of like on a secret, um, sort of trip and, uh, and, and, one, and um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, what was I going to say about it? Um, Oh yeah, oh oh, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. So, I I basically had to keep that uh, like as as a secret for like uh, for a long time. I had to keep the even working on the last of us two as a secret for a long time. um, I had to basically like I couldn't say anything on social media that where I was. Uh, So there was there was many times I just like I actually had I think it was yeah with the last of us part one I had to leave I was um, I was hanging with my buddy uh, T I was over at his place I had to leave from there to go to L A. Spend a couple of days in LA to to work on the game, and then fly over to PAX East in Boston, and then fly home. So I was basically gone for like two weeks, uh, and and no one knew that I was basically doing like you know uh, as T likes to call it Canadian Black Ops. Whenever I'm in Canadian Black Ops, that means that like I'm doing something that I can't talk about publicly, um, just yet. So, um, anyway, it's 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 cool. There's a lot of uh, I'm so grateful for for PlayStation Lottie Dog for. All of what they've done for my for myself for my uh for my career and for just disabled gamers in general uh, being able to to do that and if I had any small part in you know either promoting the accessibility in the last of us or at least you know in helping with the the accessibility in the last of us i uh if uh, people can be able to play the play this game and enjoy it uh where they wouldn't been able to before I'm just super grateful and so to now say I can uh can officially say that I'm in the credits for The Last of Us One and Two. Two probably one of the the, the arguably the, the the masterpieces of PlayStation. Or just masterpieces of gaming in general. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So anyway, that's it for uh for today's episode. Uh I'll be back again tomorrow. Um and uh yeah. I hope you have a great day. And uh, if you are going to be around to watch the Game Accessibility Conference, uh, it will be starting at noon today, noon Eastern. So I, uh, I can't wait for you to um, uh, to see it and uh, to see who won. Uh, otherwise, I will see all, uh, I'll see you all tomorrow, and we'll probably talk about some of the winners from then. So, all right, take care, everybody. Have a good one.